Welcome to WMFA, a podcast about why and how we write. I'm Courtney Ballastier, and on this week's mini-sode, I'm talking about a listener-requested topic, agent anxiety. I'm excited to be talking about a listener request this week, and please do send me those requests. Email hello at wmfapodcast.com. This listener wrote in to say that she's already received agent interest in a work in progress. Congratulations. But it's leading to anxiety about knowing when you found the right agent and when to find the right agent. She writes, I struggle with the idea that I should wait and let the work speak for itself, and then let myself try my, quote, dream agents, and have the work as the anchor from which I can decide who, quote, gets me. But I could also so use the encouragement of having one early on, their deadlines, etc. The problem is, would I write a better book with unlimited time ahead and no pressure? Or the opposite? On its face, this message has a lot to do with giving yourself what you need as a writer, which has a lot to do with knowing what you need as a writer, which is no easy thing. What conditions contribute to your best writing? In what ecosystem do the seeds of your creative work thrive? These are questions we're all constantly asking, answering, and refining. External and internal clocks are part of that. Some authors wax about that unrepeatable feeling of writing their first books, the ones no one was waiting for. I'm inside that process right now, though, and often it just feels interminable. Less like something to be reveled in and more like something to extract myself from. So earlier this year, I put myself on a schedule and asked my agent to help hold me to it. And now we have monthly check-ins about my progress, emotional and literary. And yes, knowing she's an email away is reassuring and encouraging. And yes, my deadlines to her, arbitrary as they are, do help formalize the project in ways that I was struggling to do on my own. And yes, I'm sure I'm writing a better book with her than I would be without her. But I'm not actually sure that's what this listener is asking. What I'm also hearing in this message, and I hope this listener doesn't consider this a giant overstep, is a question about whether it's okay to hold out for the chance of something better. The answer is yes. My entry into the world of agents was shopping a nonfiction project, and I too was approached before I had a finished proposal. When I was approached, I had not thought much about what kind of agent I wanted, and then no one I spoke with made me feel like I had found the agent for me. But from those interactions, and from talking with the agent I now have, I figured out what I did want. Someone who would be an involved and challenging reader, Someone who would push me to improve and grow, but would not try to turn me into writer I am not, or turn my projects into books that I did not want to write. And I figured out that, as in love and art and so many other areas that don't respond to rationality, you have to listen to your gut. That didn't mean, incidentally, that I was not scared to tell my agent, whom I adore, that I wanted to focus on my novel, this thing that had nothing to do with the nonfiction work that had led me to her. Imposter syndrome is real, and I was terrified of being found out and shown the door. It did mean, though, that when she told me that good writing was good writing, that I didn't have to be ashamed of wanting to write a novel, I trusted her. If the only virtue of an agent is that they're interested in you and they'll keep you on deadline, maybe that's not your agent. A friend can keep you on deadline. Careful readers can make your book better. And then, when you do get that dream agent, they'll make it even better still. So I think the first step is getting clear on what you want and need out of an agent and then how important those things are to you right now, where you are in your process. If you're being approached by agents, your work is already speaking for itself. And sometimes that can be encouragement enough, even if the people it's attracting aren't the right fit. 
Getting an agent is a daunting task in a daunting industry, but one of the most valuable pieces of advice I got during this process was that you're auditioning them just as much as they're auditioning you. What have your experiences been with agents? What advice would you give? What advice are you seeking? Email me your thoughts and requests, hello at wmfapodcast.com, or leave me a voicemail at 347-685-4836. To read an expanded essay on this topic, join the WMFA Patreon community at patreon.com slash wmfapodcast. The WMFA logo was created by Unsold Studio, and our theme music is Jazz Dancer by Double Winter. Find them at doublewinter.bandcamp.com. WMFA is made in Pittsburgh by Courtney Ballastier, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>